Here we are again, nerds, all you nerds out there. It is the E3 episode of Not Exactly Radio, talking about music and video games. And we brought along somebody with us. He's got his own little podcast, Hair of the Dogcast. Hair of the Dogcast. Hair of the Dogcast. We got Mr. Bradley Ward in the studio with us here. So good to be here. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Yes. We love ourselves a pun. We I thought that was such a good name, and I'm Hair so mad I didn't think of it right away. Not too Brad, huh? <laughs> not too Brad, hey. <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of the episode. All right, you got to get the fuck out of here. Kidding. Yeah. That was a terrible joke. The well, jokes have uh, have gone too far. Gone too far right away, right in the beginning. Hey, what's up? It's Not Exactly Radio with me, your host, Benny K, and... Tony, just Tony. Tony, just Tony. Like I said before, folks, it is the E3 episode of Not Exactly Radio. Brought Brad in the studio. But before we get into... I think you're saying E3 like it's self-referential. What is E3? E3 is... Electronic like, Entertainment I'm gonna say, Expo. Like, I was going to say, like, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what... <laughs> I was going to put him on the spot. Oh, he was going to totally I was like, E3, I, I make him do that. Video games, <laughs> stuff. But yeah, thank you for having my back there. I, I just, gotcha. I didn't know. I thought E3 was just, I knew it was about video games. That's three E's in the name. It, it happens Did every it? year, and all the big studios and publishers get together, and they talk about how cool they are and what they're releasing. Yeah. Yeah, so I, knew, I knew that part. I just did not know that. Since we're talking music, part of the games, I didn't think to look this up, but it's always always awesome to look back at shit that you've seen and they presented and never gets released. Absolutely, <laughs> all the yeah, promises man. they make and then not real gameplay footage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then then the game gets scrapped years later. I just remember my uh, most disappointing one was that Resident Evil one that looked really cool. Like the demo looked really cool. It was called uh, PT. It was mm, on PS4, yes. and I remember... I, I kind of remember it. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about new music right now that we heard. Uh, Tony and I were in a music video we for, the, for the band Telethon, and that's it. That's one of the cool things that we get to do. There was a little extra of you in it. There was, a little, <laughs> there was one scene extra of me. Oh, yeah, it was in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the star of the whole thing was my guinea pig, Truffles. Mm-hmm. She was amazing, and we didn't tell her that she was in the music video because we didn't want to boost her ego any more than it already is. She'll just fucking, she'll demand better hay and fighting people. She's a pretty girl. She is a very pretty girl, but don't don't tell her all that stuff. Like, let's keep the ego down. I mean, we don't live in that big of a place, and I can't afford it. She already has a whole room of the house. She really does. <laughs> and, uh, she, the whole thing is, it's just covered in fucking sawdust and, and hay. Anyways. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it would have made a great kitchen, but you just let her have it. This, you know, she talked me into it, and now it's hers. And it's just filled with carrots. That's all it is. Carrots and lettuce sometimes, every once in a while. Anyways, we were in the song for the band Telethon. They're a pop punk, they're a hard punk. They're, well, they're, their new EP, their album is called uh, Hard Pop. Um, it's coming out pretty soon, but we were in the song You Don't Inspire Me Like You Used To. You gotta say it all like one word. I can't. I can't. You, you, don't, did, you, you don't inspire me like you used to. Yeah, it's, Tony's got it. You don't inspire me like you used to. I can't say it fast. I'll just fall over drunk. Anyways, uh, so we were in that music video. That was a lot of fun, and I'll be playing the song underneath there, so hopefully you get a little preview of that, and I definitely suggest checking out Telephone. Yeah, that was really cool how they directed that all together. Yeah. I know they kept giving uh, credit to their uh, video person for that, because that has to be a lot of work. Oh, absolutely. You first have to figure out everything you got. Yeah. Then you got to figure out what lyrics they posted. Yeah. Then you got to figure out what works to get... Oh, my... I could not imagine. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. editing that video together, so all the credit goes to that person. Don't remember your name. But, um... I will uh, find it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find it out. We're going to reach out to those guys. They're pretty cool dudes. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Tony, you got any music? Or was that your new music as well? Uh, not just... Uh, nothing out of our Friends of the Pod. Um, outside of Big Beat. Big Beat's still going. Mm-hmm. And Big Beat is now in the quarterfinals. Um, man, it's just... it. Thursday nights are just hard with work the next day. I'd like Absolutely. to keep watching it. Yeah. It Especially was so- I want to see that Godzilla 40 mil battle I know, because be that was crazy. Holy shit. Oh, they were both so good the night we got to judge. Yep. I mean, I mean, they took out worthy competitors too. And mm-hmm. so it was like, who would... Who would it, win between them? Yeah, it was like some wrestling shit. It was some wrestling like, shit. <laughs> of course. Uh, I have no fucking idea. We can't, um, we can't go without talking about wrestling, by the way. I hope you're prepared for that. So right? we still we got the, the big beat. Episode, oh, very good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank I've been you. to a few events myself. It's been a while. Okay, all right, we'll talk about that too. <laughs> it, it's 
Yep. It's, that's it. <laughs> I'm about to talk wrestling, so never mind. I just thought that's the blank where I was going to just go on. Um, so we got Big Beat, and then uh, out of what I've been listening to, I've just been on stuck on Denzel Curry Zoo. Mm, that's right. That was good. I remember just hearing the first track, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Oof, blown away. So if you haven't checked out Denzel Curry, he did an amazing cover of uh, uh, "Bulls on Parade" by Rage Against the Machine, and it was fucking got me going. It's good stuff. Yeah. Every, everybody in Milwaukee is kind of luck, lucky I don't have subs in my <laughs> truck. Yeah. And, like, I hate when people <laughs> bump that shit anyways. Like, it, it will annoy me if I'm, like, at home or something. But I wouldn't be able to help myself with you. It's that good. Like, it's made for that. Especially because it's, like, 25 minutes. Yeah. And it's all the tracks right, yeah. would work for it. Yeah. So... Yeah, I work close to Harley, so I'm used to just loud sounds all day. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Mopcraft Brewery is right there. Oh, yes, they're everywhere. Anyways, Brad, you're new to the show. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Let us know about some new songs that you heard here. Well, I, uh, I approach music a little differently than most people. Okay. I, I don't really follow too many bands. The last new band I'd say that I really started following was Tears for Fears about four years ago. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I don't... Um, <laughs> My my three new favorite songs. I couldn't tell you the name of the band until I did some research today. <laughs> I find things on shuffle. I fall in love with them, and yep. they just become part oh, of yeah. Yeah, I get what it. I listen that's to. One way, I feel yeah. like that's a, that's the way it's kind of been going. Especially now. like Spotify and the Spotify algorithms. Yeah, you just they'll throw get that discovery you like, weekly thing. I, I've been finding a few things on there. Sometimes I was. I'm not into '70s disco that much, but you're throwing <laughs> a lot of it at me right now. <laughs> Uh, recently, these three bands, three songs, uh, one is by the Stampeders, it's called Sweet City Woman, um, 1971 Canadian rock band, just a real nice old school, like, folky, rocky song. Um, it's very disappointing though, because when you find that song that you love by a band and you check out the rest of their album and it's just a bunch of garbage, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt about every other song of theirs, but that one is gold. It's good. either they had the good shit that day, or they weren't on any shit that day. That's, that's it, that's <laughs> and then, it. then the rest of the album is too, just... Too many groups have those weird one hits, which are just <laughs> next level, but they can't they can't do anything else. Per- Sir Mix-a-Lot made a career out of it, though, so God bless him. Yeah. He likes big butts. Well, man. you gotta... If, you're, if you make an anthem about butts, it's gonna that's it. have That's to, all you need. It's, it's gonna have to yeah, be it's good. good. It's good stuff. That's, that's material to work with there. <laughs> yeah, one of the best music videos, too. Another band that I discovered who they were today are the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh yeah, I like those guys. I would have guessed from the song Hell, I'm like, oh this sounds like some 50s, 60s, like old school jazz. It's a bunch of... I love that Yeah, you got it. (laughs) A bunch of white dudes in the 90s would not have guessed any of that. That's because it's borderline ska, and ska was huge in the 90s. Yeah, I was not who I thought it was going to be. The music video was fun and weird, and I, that song is catchy as all hell, no pun intended. <laughs> hey! Squirrel Nut Zippers is like the ultimate combo of good band mixed with just awful name. <laughs> like, they just threw, on, threw three words out there. Like, Car Seat Headrest. That's another oh, one. Oh, yeah, that is a That's good, a good oh, yeah. band. Awful name. Horrible <laughs> coffee table book, I would imagine, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the other one is by Professor Longhair. It's called Big Chief. It's got like this New Orleans jazzy feel to it. Okay. That and like... I would have guessed this was more of a modern song, but it was uh, recorded in 1964. Holy shit. Yeah. You're so catching all these. I've been all over the board hey. recently. And what's unique about my vinyl collection, it's half bands and then the other half it's all movie and video game soundtracks yeah. when I like when I told you about this episode and how we wanted you on it you like immediately took a picture of your vinyls and I just saw a shitload of video just the video game ones yeah and I'm just like, all right, this guy's in it to win it. He's probably going to be more prepared than we are usually. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, we do our preparation, but, like, I opened this and I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was the, the bare minimum of, like, things like, these are all important. That's like, it. But we're not going to have time to talk about 50 games. Basically, I, <laughs> I opened it and I was like, that's going to be a good guest. Like... You yeah. know, like just put him exactly. in chronological yeah. order. Just, just, just <laughs> bring to fucking, us the enthusiasm, and we're happy. <laughs> uh, that that's another thing altogether. Uh, 
but I mean, uh, should we jump right in? I yeah, think, I think we should. I mean, I was also going to just mention the point of the whole you know new music thing is not whether it's actually new music from like yesterday. It's like as long as you listen to it, you liked it, and it was something new to you. Yeah, that's even another the 60s, thing too. Definitely cool. But yes, we should jump right in right away. That's what's going to bring me to my PT story really quick. The playable trailer where I made JJ, our good friend, he uh, was playing it one night, and I remember I tried to uh, make him play the game, and it was like a, it's a scary game because it's supposed to be Resident Evil. Um, and then I remember halfway through, he pauses, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and we're on headsets because I'm up in Green Bay. He's down in Milwaukee, another friend of mine's in Sheboygan. Uh, he comes back, gets back on the headset, he's like, I deleted the game. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was too scared of the whole fucking game. Oh, yeah. Because it was that, but yeah, so anyways, I don't know why I brought it back, but it was a funny story and I wanted to talk, so I wanted to hear myself talk, so here we are. I've been playing Resident Evil 7 in VR, and it is the most difficult game to finish. You got that in VR. When you're playing it, you can't see what's going on in the room around you, and I live alone. So every five minutes, I just have to like peek out to make sure no one else is in the house with me, because it would be possible. You were braver than us to play I've been just barely like edging forward, and it can't be too long. I could maybe do it only because I live with Amber, that's it. Well, yeah. I'm living with somebody, but if I was by myself, fuck that. You're seeing in 3D, but you're also hearing in 3D because of like oh, no. earphones. Yeah, Done. they they do turn it. Like I find, I put on my brother's PS VR the other year, and then, yeah, you are in it. You like it's amazing. <laughs> it oh, it really is cool, but yeah, I couldn't imagine doing it. Resident God. Evil. Resident that. Evil. Like it's like the seventy son. Resident Evil 7, 7, 7 yeah. yep. Yeah. So it's like Outlast with you oh, can shit. you can fight a bit, but not enough Nothing to too, make it matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's basically Outlast VR, which... Uh, Terrifying shit. Yeah. Alright, let's get on the meat and potatoes of this game. E3 is coming up. Here we are with this episode. So we got some classic games. I think mm-hmm. we should start talking with um, the man himself, Koji Kondo. This one man, Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, Mario World, Zelda 1, Zelda Link to the Past, Punch-Out, Star Fox, every Mario game up through Mario Odyssey. This one man has done more for video game music. He did the music. That's burned in everyone's heads. Koji Kondo, and he's still doing it since back then. Koji Kondo, father of Marie Kondo, the organization lady. (laughs) What? She's yeah. She organizes <laughs> rooms. <laughs> I was like the organization lady. Uh, you okay. know about that? Lady? Yeah. It was, is that yeah. the? That's actually her name. Well, it's Marie Kondo. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, it is Marie. Well, Kondo. Says, this yeah. does not bring me joy. Shit. Yes. Yes. Okay, I remember that stuff. Okay. A lot of right. talent in that family. <laughs> <laughs> organization and bomb ass video game Fucking music. Video game music. Holy I, shit. I think the first and most important song, Mario Brothers One. That is number two. Is that two? That's two. They're all so good. I know, they're all really good. Do I was one like, when for you me. Do one, okay, it's a... That's the first one. Yeah. Because the one that you were doing there was like, right, I love that, because I love Mario 2, and everyone always gives me shit for it, but I love Mario 2. No, it's good. Right when you pop out and you pick your character in level one, that's the song that's happening. Kind of ragtimey. Yeah. Yeah. And did you guys actually know, I think I've talked about this podcast before, but Mario 2 actually wasn't supposed to be a Mario game. It was actually based on a video game, not a video game, um, a cultural festival in Japan called Doki Doki Something Something Panic. The, <laughs> yeah. Panic, that's a good one, I like that. Yeah, it's Doki Doki Panic over there, but Mario Brothers 2, actually on our podcast we recently had uh, the Game Master himself on, who was a dude in America. When they were sent Mario Brothers 2, the Japanese one, and he said, this is too hard. This is not fun. Uh, so we had the guy up here at the Dogcast recently who was like kind of responsible for telling them we need something else. So then... Brought the Mario characters. They changed Doki Doki Panic. And that game is the reason Luigi has a high jump and Princess can levitate. Those were <laughs> already built in the game, and they became staples of the character. That is pretty badass. And obviously, like... Okay, that kind of sucks for Luigi because they like they make him like do that running thing while he's in the air, which also kind of makes him seem like a scaredy cat, which kind of like which as Luigi's mansion, it's kind I of guess that does help the with Luigi, that. The Luigi defender has entered the room. Sorry, that's me. I, I love Luigi, <laughs> and uh, the fun. character in Doki Doki Panic that he replaced was a palette swap for was called Mama. So <laughs> you gotta love that. <laughs> that's great. Yep. And but, Ben's a mama's boy, so it all wraps, it all together. wraps together. But yes, you cannot get any more classic than the Mario Brothers 1 songs. That's including, like, 
the, the regular theme that you hear right when you jump in or right when you start the game. And that's why we're able to tie it. We can tie it all the way back to beginning. That's when uh, 40 mil won you over with that uh, oh, yeah. Super Mario <laughs> beat. Yeah. So Big V and MK is like a beat battle where rapper, or rappers, uh, producers, who usually make hip-hop music, uh, the producers will play a beat and they go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Well, we judged the competition that night. And round two, the (laughs) the producer uh, unleashed a beat where he sampled Mario the whole time. The The original Mario theme, like, it was based around it. I was like... There was just extra drum and bass added to it. Oh, yeah. It was just... It was... It was just me up in the building like, just pay him now! (laughs) Pay him everything! Like, I was down for it, too, but I was watching Ben, and it was... It was fucking sick. It was so fucking sick. I'm like, oh, We're shit. like, ah, shit. <laughs> that guy has to win now. It's like, he knows. That I think that guy knew who I was. So, so. yeah, like, it's, it's it's iconic. I mean, it plays, like, aspects of Mario music plays mm-hmm. at Miller Park. That's true. When they strike a guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. The aspects of Mortal Kombat music plays at every high school volleyball event, too. Oh, God. Which yeah. one? Which one? It's like a... Scorpion. Sub-Zero. Mortal Kombat. How many sporting events have I been at where I'm like, they're just listing Mortal Kombat characters like in front of everyone right now? <laughs> volleyball? It's just like at no, every sporting high school event. Sporting oh, event yeah. It's not appropriate for kids to play these games, but we're going to play the soundtrack for sure. Especially now. Jeez. I heard 11 rules, too. Yeah, it looks good. I haven't played it yet. Um, waiting, waiting for that to go down in press. So I can get that shit? Yeah. Um, but also, I, my favorite theme in all of the Mario games... I think is the underwater one, the the do, classic do, do, one. Do, 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 do. That used to be my my ringtone. I to, <laughs> I forgot. I'm gonna be playing all this stuff underneath this. So even though we're like totally singing them right now, it's gonna be just us singing over the. So anyway, <laughs> but yeah, the under underwater one used to be like my uh, um uh my wake up my my fucking alarm. I couldn't think of the word alarm for a second there, and uh, I don't know. I just like the feeling that you get from it. It's nice on the. It's uh it's. Nice that with um, underwater themes for games, they make them as pleasing and yes. pleasant yeah. as they can because they know you're frustrated no, and pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Every underwater <laughs> game, it's Turtles so uh, on so the bad. Nintendo, yeah. Donkey Kong Country, Aquatic oh, yeah. Ambiance by um, David Wise. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, yeah. There's some good like dub versions and some lullaby versions. Aquatic Ambiance, you better be playing that now. <laughs> yeah, but un- underwater themes, they are. Always overly nice sounding yeah. because you are so angry when you're playing it's underwater like, level. What the fuck is this? Doing? What do you mean I'm dying? <laughs> Which I can't of, even swim fast enough. I know. <laughs> that kind of brings us like Sonic when he's underwater. I wanted to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna bum, say. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, no, that, that's the most tense. Like that's the when you're underwater. That's the least thing. Yeah, that's the thing you do not want to I get anxious to this day hearing that. Yeah. For real. Bum, 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 Going bum, through bum, the bum. playlist. That uh, Mr. Hare, the dog cast himself here, uh, curated for us. I went through each one, and yeah, I'm like, ooh. Because I needed to rehear a lot of these. Because a lot of those, and you're probably the same way, of once you reheard them, you're like, oh, yeah. The feelings. The feelings um, that you got from them. But I also, what is um, funny is because, like, the Legend of Zelda's theme and Donkey Kong's theme, I can, if I had a multiple choice test i could pin them to them mm-hmm. yeah but most of the time you just remember them from super smash don't you no no for I'm me actually, a lot of them are super smash levels some of them okay maybe the legend of zelda's one some of the legend of zelda ones like yeah i disconnected that that's zelda's theme yeah. just because i've heard it so much playing super smash yeah <laughs> and like i didn't just i'm like oh yeah it's on the zelda theme S- zelda smash theme. ultimate for the switch has the entire ca- like catalog of Nintendo games ever, yeah. all on there, and they even have a music player uh, function. Amazing, oh, and that's nice. one cool aspect. You can make your own it. playlist. It's a it's a really cool cool thing they got there. I like that. Um, I think I've even been able to like if you play on like a random level and you just hear the theme go like, oh, it's from that game. Then. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> of that. Yeah, but uh, uh, another another one that uh, we have to go back to the top here, Tetris. Uh, every time I'm like. Packing something, or <laughs> or any, yeah, packing anything—suitcase, yep. yeah. car, groceries, whatever—I that th- song is in my head. Yeah, you know, I'll fucking play it underneath. So I'm fucking singing. <laughs> you just associate it with Russia. I, I learned something. Oh, sometimes I associate it with Russia, <laughs> which is appropriate because this song wasn't made for the game. It's an old Russian song based okay. on a poem shit. called Korybaniki. Korybaniki. Mm-hmm. 
It's about a Russian oh, man trying to buy sexual favors with his wares he's selling. But she won't give him everything. <laughs> Hell he yeah! Has to, he has to, like, court her properly. And so it's like he's solving a puzzle. Yep, that's the Tetris Making theme. Making the blocks disappear to get to that vagina. And it's a classic Russian dance song because it's fun, it's faster yeah. and faster. Yeah. And yeah. So I was very happy to learn that it's about uh, buying sexual favors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm about buying sex. I'm there. Which that's doesn't really happen with song. video games often. <laughs> <laughs> Tetris. Uh, Sexual yeah. favors. Russia. Kid, right. Kids are so fucking stupid. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought the point of Tetris was to build the tower as fast as possible. <laughs> I'm like, ah! I and then I kept dying and I didn't get it. There are some <laughs> versions of... Uh, a game like that called Tricky Towers, where you're trying to not tip it over and mm. stack it up Tetris style, which is pretty cool. Uh, some other classic Nintendo games. You got your Mega Mans, which are those are hard as shit. Those are those are fun. <laughs> Speaking uh, of hard fast. games, yeah, those are some great eight bit tunes. Castlevania is another legendary one. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about Castlevania's music and how classic that is, but I've never, I haven't played a single Castlevania game, and I'm ashamed to They're say really that. Good. Yeah. The the original Nintendo and even Super Nintendo series, it was much more about the butch badass dude and kind of has a more heavy metal feel to it. Okay. And recently, Symphony, Symphony of the Night, the PlayStation one, is where the turning point happened. And then it became more of uh, emo vampire looking dudes, which the games are still amazing. But uh, I think an important song from the NES is Vampire Killer. Uh, it captures this gothic horror feeling to it, and the games on the Nintendo are a little overly difficult, so, you know in Mario, you jump, you have effortless control of your yeah, jump, yeah. in Castlevania, when you jump, you can't move after, you're, you're gonna jump as far as that meant to be, and there's enemies swooping in if you <laughs> fall, oh, that's yeah. so tough, it's scary because of how difficult it is, yeah, yeah and Vampire Killer uh, really captures the, that gothic, uh, scary tone of the game, yeah, Symphony of the Night, for the PlayStation 1. Uh, meet I just want to point out that Brad has notes in front of him, and we're just kind of like going off this list that we have on here, and I'm like, Brad is like super prepared. I, well, these these are important things these to are, I'm like, he is. This is his This is his shit right here, and yeah. this is like his area. I backed on Kickstarter a year ago. Someone was finally making a vinyl soundtrack for Symphony of the Night. I paid 100 bucks. It's going to come in like a month. Okay. Since nice. I backed it, though, they actually just released an official Symphony of oh, the no. Night soundtrack release. No, oh. I'm, happy to, I'm happy to have both. I'll take hey, there anything. Fuck yeah. And Michiru Yamane, she uh, composed this, a uh, wonderful woman, but it's got tones of classical, techno, gothic rock, new age, jazz, and thrash metal. Jesus fucking Christ. The soundtrack's insane. It uh, totally gets you in the mood to, you know, raid Dracula's castle. The song we're listening to now is called Marble Gallery, and I'm sure you're feeling how wonderful it is. <laughs> yeah, Castlevania's music is near and dear to my heart, and one of my favorite things I own on vinyl right now. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you showed me like five albums that you, the, the five I, vinyls that you have. I have three of them now. There's more coming. Oh, God. Yeah. It's hard to argue to get the Nintendo versions on vinyl because it's still just 8-bit sound, mm. mm-hmm. which it's not going to sound better when you put it on a vinyl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's I'm, I'm, no, pass. That's it. <laughs> I'm get that. um, but we should talk about, okay, this one freaked me out when I was a kid. Yeah. Pokemon Lavender Town. <laughs> Isn't it funny? That is very how like that was a kind of a creepy tune. I used to turn down my Game Boy when I got to Lavender Town. Like Did you know the the urban legend behind that? Yes, yes. I wanted to talk yeah. about that shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. So okay. The urban legend is. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't need to take your thunder here. Oh my. I God. want you to take it. All right. So the urban legend is apparently back when the Japanese version of Pokemon Red and Green, uh, when they were released, apparently a lot of kids were getting to Lavender Town, and then all they could hear like only kids could hear like this high pitch. Uh, high frequency sound that was coming when they went to Lavender Town. So then some kids started getting sick, and then even some other kids started killing themselves because of the sound. <laughs> like either hanging themselves or jumping off from high places. Yes. It's called like Lavender Town Syndrome or something like that? Yeah. At Lavender Town, if you're not familiar with that part of the game, it's, uh, it's where the Pokemon are buried. It's where, they, the, yes. where dead Pokemon go. So this is yes. a point as a kid where you learn that your Pokemon can die. Yeah, and, that and was, then there's, that go- was there's ghosts all over the city. Yeah. All the non-playable characters are all mourning their losses and trying to reach out to their dead Pokemon. And this this fucking theme—it's just <laughs> drilling further into oh your head, God, and yeah. it doesn't—it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you just have to eventually get out of there. And then, <laughs> yeah. then it's back to—it it sucks when you have to go through that fucking tower and hear that the whole time. Yeah, go against Team Rocket and shit. But but yeah, uh, this is obviously an urban legend because I feel like if there was. 
if there was any sort of like actual harm that was being done to children, they would recall the games. This was early in the days of the internet, so it yeah. could and it works because it's happening in Japan. There's no way for us to yeah. AOL oh, fair. search fair. That. We didn't know, fair. so it was fair. really a, a great uh, tale for the playground. It was nice. Yeah. That's so scary. But at the same time, after like hearing that theme, I was like, I could see it. Fuck it. Holy shit. I kind of want to die right now. Yeah, I was like, I could see it. Like, I want to die. But seriously, when I was younger and I got to Lavender Town, I heard it and I was like, eh. Yeah, I didn't like it. I turned that shit down. I turned my Game Boy down at that time. Yeah, it was fun re-listening to it, just getting ready for this show. <laughs> God, I know I did the same thing. Yeah, you thought Castlevania but, was scary. You got but, Lavender Town. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, there's like a bunch of like creepy pasta Pokemon stories that I think you should all check on your own because it's like <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, creepy pasta Pokemon. That's that's we're kind of right up on the on the on the Lavender Town syndrome. But then there's also a couple other creepy pasta Pokemon. It sounds really <laughs> weird to say fast. Pasta Pokemon. It's fun. Look it up. That's a type. That's a new uh, type in the next Pokemon. <laughs> creepy pasta. Creepy pasta Pokemon. Um, <laughs> they are weak against... A, 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 another urban legend that has been uh, going around for quite some time is that Michael Jackson worked on Sonic the Hedgehog 3's soundtrack. What? It has been proven and disproven multiple times by people, and <laughs> at this point, no one is willing to say 100% for sure whether or not it happened, and it's definitely has, if you listen to some of the songs, it has a Michael Jackson feel to it. The rumor has it he was unhappy with the quality of the sound that could be put out on the Sega Genesis, so he didn't want to be have his name on it. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's a good. That, that's that's a pretty good, fucking that's, insane. Uh, right next to my Stevie Wonder can see. That's okay. So that's on the same path. Yeah, same. I like those both now. Like same level because Stevie Wonder can see. Can see. <laughs> That's it. Look it Just up. Straight up, Stevie Wonder can see. Yeah. And there's definitely a song from the, one of the Sonics on Game Gear that Janet Jackson took the main hook to and made it into a song. Game Gear? <gasps> on Game Gear. I don't Your have song? that information right now, but you're going to have oh, it I had underneath a Game Gear. it right yeah, now. I was like, well, I'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen the proof on that one, and it is undeniable. Holy shit. Maybe that's... That, the Jackson family and Sega Go. Yes. Only Sonic Go. That's it. <laughs> and Tito played Altered Beast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to a little bit more modern of game. I guess I can't really get the Halo theme out of my head ever. Yeah, Halo was nuts. I shouldn't say. Oh. I shouldn't it, even say modern either. It, it, was, it was nuts because like they were promising like a whole new franchise, a whole new like universe and everything for a whole that, new system. And that theme actually played on it. Like I feel like when you open that game for the first time and you go to the credits for the first time, they're really trying to show you the like Gregorian this, monks. Yeah, there's like the new holy gra- grail of gaming and it was a fucking great game. Mm-hmm. The, the, <laughs> the making of the Halo games, you learn how integral Martin O'Donnell, the main composer for those games are. And it it really informed me that video game music is its own style, mm. its own genre. Oh, for sure. So he's explaining, it, when you cross this part of the map, the song evolves, like, then we'll add this, these bongos in it. Or the, right. the, the composition oh, okay. is changing organically. After you beat certain enemies, it knows to fade out. Ooh. And it's amazing that the, the music is never the same twice when you're playing because it is changing with how you play. Which, when I discovered that, uh, Marty O'Donnell just achieved... You know, yeah, that's that, badass. That I got to your status. When you're in Halo 3 and you make the jump off with the Warthog into the ship, and the music just builds up, and right when you hit the jump, it all <laughs> cuts out at the right moment on yeah. beat. It's insane. As I remember the initial credits for the initial Halo game, and then the other time when you're first riding in a Warthog, that like rollicking battle theme of where it has the main theme in the back, and it just but it adds that like drum beat to like really add to the fighting and that was like the first holy shit this game is as cool as they were telling me it was supposed to be <laughs> yeah moment yeah that's marty, the one i still remember marty o'donnell's amazing and he they did halo 3 odst which was kind of this jazzy noir feel and you're not even playing as master chief but it's all saxophone and smoky and Ooh, stuff sexy uh yeah that's like my favorite um music to get like a massage to Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that. that's the mood stuff. for yeah, sure yeah someone's have had ladies like what is this i'm like oh it's halo three <laughs> <laughs> getting real sexy so this is a good one because now we can move towards where they used real life music to oh, yeah. add to the atmosphere of the game oh, yeah the yeah. next two we got 
Oh, yeah, it's the first one, Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Vice first, City. Vice City. Was yes. that the first time they had that music? I thought they yeah. did in three, well, right? because... Three they did. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. That was when... And it's kind of cool, like, looking back at that soundtrack, because they weren't a huge property yet, so they didn't get as many big names, mm-hmm. so it's more like underground big names. I just remember the only hip-hop... The hip-hop channel had Royce to 5'9", which is... I, looked him up after that okay he's, he's like a pioneer for, okay uh modern hip-hop so uh that's one i remembered where it was like yeah so he wasn't huge but right. he was notable so they got him on there on the third one now vice city what was in vice city that was the 80s yeah uh that was the cult she sells sanctuary that's keep feeling fascination video killed the radio star um uh, they had slayer they had megadeth but they also had their own band for the game called love fist which Love it's Fist. Oh, I can't remember that. Love Fist. So they're actually okay. a part of the game where you have to escort the band on a mission. And it's just okay. the like one of the composers, like the musicians for the game, like they did their own fake 80s band. And one of the songs is Good. about how, do you think I look like girls? Do you like my curls? <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, Fist. you were, you were mentioning a lot That's of... That is great. That is great. Band. 80s fucking, yeah, that definitely fits the era. But, uh... You you guys are in, uh, you were listing off a bunch of different bands. I'm like, which one am I gonna put underneath here? But now nah, I figured it out. It's gonna be Love Fist. Yeah. Um, they also had Flock of Seagulls. I remember that. Uh, I ran. Yeah. I remember hearing that all the time. And so then uh, they're gonna be Love Fist underneath this though. Non-ironic so. good song that I discovered from that game was Personal Jesus. That's the first time I heard oh, that song. Oh yeah. My love affair with '80s music started with Vice City. And it's so great. You you steal a random person's car, and you're listening to V Rock. You're listening yeah. to um, what a, I think whatever that, the other ones were. Yeah. And I think that's a great part of that that series because it kind of did make you listen to music you don't normally listen to when you drag a car. Right. Yeah. And somebody's listening to the pop no, so, station. Yeah. It's like holy shit, this Wait, song man. rocks. <laughs> Our next game, I think, did more to shape who I was as an individual for middle school and high school than almost fucking, anything else. Fucking right. Got me into ska. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, three, three specifically for me. Yeah. Now, the other ones all have great soundtracks, too, but three was the first one I picked up, mm-hmm. and it taught me punk, it taught me rap, it mm-hmm. taught me um, yeah. some harder rock, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, even some of my favorite bands have appeared on that. Uh, System of a Down. Yeah, was on one. <laughs> Zebrahead, I was super into. Yeah. Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Yeah. <laughs> if you must. Uh, it's such, such a, a good song. It's such a, like, it came up finally on Discover for me a couple months ago. I was like, hell yes. It's important um, to practice good hygiene. Yeah. Yeah. Just the song <laughs> rapping about stinky Some kids smelly school. dudes. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but yeah, just the Tony Hawk series in general just gave us so many, like... That was the ultimate, like, dude that you're friends with that listens to, like, a lot of good music that you don't always listen to, and they make you a playlist. Do <laughs> Now, I, I didn't play Fallout or Borderlands. Are they kind of the same thing with, like, a nice soundtrack mix? Well, see, the thing for Borderlands, for me, I, it was, like, mostly, like, the intro song. Like, I've heard on their, like, their commercials, like, it had Ain't No Rest for the Wicked and the first one. Yeah. Uh, ain't No, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, I guess Ain't No Place for No Hero, or, like, This Ain't No Place for No Hero by The Heavy. Uh, and a couple other, I think Borderlands 3 also used The Heavy, which is amazing. Um, that's kind of what I was going off. For Fallout, though, what you do is, like, you're walking around the wastelands with like some classic music playing like i remember they had i think they had like billy holiday they had um bing crosby nice. playing while you're like killing super mutants and shit ragtime ragtime shit yeah yeah they really play into that like apocalypse came down during the like well the thing is it was still future yeah that's it was still like was 2055 like... or something like that i think it was in fallout 3 at least but like the it's because the bombs fell during the Cold War though, right? Oh wait, no, the Cold War was before that or after that. So yeah, why did they give us the '50s music? I don't know. They knew you didn't want to listen to Sum 41 while playing it. So <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I think what they did was like they just took they just took how dangerous it was like when we did the World War II thing and dropped Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Okay, there we go. Um, and, and, they and played off of that. They played off of that and they just kind of did like 100 years in the future where it was mm-hmm. still just like, this is how a family should be. Uh, there we go. And then everything was like nuclear powered. So I guess like, I think what they did was like, 
they pretended like the, the bombs that happened in WW2 never happened. So then they just kind of played with nuclear power, and then that's how we got a bunch of like nuclear shit, and then a bomb dropped, and then all of a sudden we still got the 30s music. So, I need, need my refresher, because I remember, yeah. yeah. It, it, like, that's the whole, like, because it's kind of a nice, like, uh, all right, word that exists. Um, but it, 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 it's a nice thing of where the apocalypse happened, yet it's still retro, like, yeah. vintage music. It's like super retro, but so it's still it's in the future. In a way because Absolutely. it's like that music's old to us. Why mm-hmm. is this world already destroyed? Yeah, exactly. Which is uh, very much like the Bioshock series. Now, did yes. you guys? Um, mm-hmm. You Bioshock's played another one. Yeah. I played Bioshock One and Infinite. I didn't play two though because I two wasn't by Ken Levine, so I deemed that one as skippable as well. Okay. Different right. creator, yeah. but Bioshock One. Uh, they all went down into the city in like the 30s, I want to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why the only music down there is all this. Gorgeously haunting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's creepy as hell. Like, Sets it's the played, tone. Yeah. Absolutely. It's played against the backdrop of is like a fallen, <laughs> fallen society. It, it does a lot for uh, storytelling uh, in the game too. The repeating theme for the first Bioshock is uh, Beyond the Sea, La Mer, and the Django Reinhardt version is what really sticks out to me. Mm. Love Django and. Yeah, it's super atmospheric, super good. Right and you'll be like, seeing a splicer pretending to have a baby that's a gun, and you're listening to how much is that doggy in the window? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> What's yeah, going so on? Good. Right that's exactly like it's kind of funny that Bioshock and Fallout Three came out like the same time, and they have like the same like I, I still, if you haven't played Fallout Three, please do it. I tried to dabble in it. I, I didn't like the VAT system. Oh, okay, you didn't like that? Fair. I guess I was looking for more of a straightforward shooter, but it seems like more of like an RPG shooter or something. Yeah, yeah a little almost. bit. I guess that is kind of a cheating VATs skill. make it very easy. But, make the game easy. But back to Bioshock. When you showed me the YouTube playlist that you gave me, I listened to those Bioshock songs like the most they, out of they, all of them. They are very um, And Bioshock Infinite, mm. the, the music is so intertwined into the narrative with uh, Will the Circle Be Unbroken, which it's uh, traditionally a song about you're watching your mother pa- like pass by in the hearse and will the circle of death ever, ever be unbroken? Mm-hmm. You, you're facing your own mortality. And that one, it just takes the, the meaning of the song and puts it on its head. It's about time travel. It's about will you ever break the circle mm-hmm. of Booker DeWitt and Comstock. And... At one point, the characters in the game even grab a guitar and play it and sing it themselves. Yeah. And <laughs> it's impossible to not think of Bioshock Infinite. It's it's beautiful when you finally shoot up into Columbia the first time, and there's that light piano mm-hmm. version of the mm-hmm. of that song. And you hear it right away when you're in that like cave trying to get out, and you just hear that group singing it. Yeah. Yeah. Then another part of that game, which they uh, they deal with alternate universes. Mm-hmm. So the person can see into the future, mm-hmm. and he's grabbing songs from the future and making old-timey versions. You come around the corner, and this barbershop quartet starts singing God Only Knows by yeah, the, Beach the Beach Boys. Boys. <laughs> and I've... It doesn't happen often in the game where there's this scripted sequence where I just stop. <laughs> and I just listened to the whole song and I waited for the, them to fly away. And I was like, okay, I want to make sure I didn't miss any of this. Mm-hmm. But Super good. There's a great uh, cover of Fortunate Son that's played by one of the revolutionaries. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to rule the world. That's uh, it's awesome when they have an alternate universe earlier version of a song yeah. in a game. Yeah. It's so good. Brilliant. It's so good. That, uh, like... I'm glad they lean into that stuff too, because like Fortune Son with Credence, that was written around. I mean, that, there's a reason it's in that very like Vietnam movie, because um, <laughs> that was like one version of our end of the world. Ours is climate change. And so the, like, now it's car commercials for that song. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's so sad. Um, so like, like. So, like, Fortunate Son is kind of like uh, the apocalypse song of that decade mm-hmm. of, like, yep, you know, it's going to lead to ruin and, you know, all the things. Mm-hmm. And so it's, games should remember that yeah. and lean into that. Yeah. Because they, you know, well, we're playing in apocalypses a lot when we play video games. <laughs> our uh, society rebuilt after an apocalypse and stuff like that. So, like, using our real life version of those songs of we're all going to die and it sucks, <laughs> um, is a good choice. I'm really hoping that they, they redo those games 
for like the PS5 whenever that comes out. <laughs> yeah, because, they, they have the trilogy uh, on the, the most modern system right now. They do have it on the PS4? Yeah. Maybe the Bioshock Lush. It's like 20 bucks. It's always on sale. Oh, don't do this to me right now. I'm going to be playing that right <laughs> I'm now. I'm doing it to you. All right, well, I might, I might fucking buy it. Hold on a second. This no, is, coming from a game that Ben might return to, to a game that Ben couldn't finish. Yeah, Doom, oh, for yeah. me, I, it was like, I get motion sickness pretty bad. It's a fast game. That's a super fast and game. And they have that, like, blur action when you're, like... It was bad. It got like, me so fucking it, sick. Yeah, I was, like, doing the tutorial. When it's full of creatures, they also do, like, a lot of blur Doing the tutorial, and I, like, fucking couldn't even get through it. I was like, I'm getting sick. That's too bad. I, it looks really good, though. I'm really sad about Reading it. Reading this list, I <laughs> messaged him. I know. Like, you got our copy, because we bought it together. Yeah. And then he messaged me sad, and I felt sad for him. So sad I didn't even ask for it back, where he's like, I can't play it. I can't play it. <laughs> It's, it's such a fast-paced game, mm-hmm. and it captures the original Doom. Every other shooter, you are ducking and covering, and this one, if you stop at all, you're going to get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the soundtrack by Mick Gordon, it is the most heavy metal I, thing I, I think I've ever say, heard. when that yeah. song that popped up on YouTube that you sent us... Rip and Tear. It's, yeah, Rip and Tear, which I'm going to play, because it sounds fucking straight out of Slipknot. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a fucking Slipknot song. Yeah. And I don't know how, like, when you've already peaked as, as heavy metal as it is, it just cre- keeps going in a crescendo. It's <laughs> so good. It's just uh, insane. Mick Gordon is amazing. And, yeah, they're making, I think it's Doom, Eternal Damnation or Salvation or Retribution or Revolution or something, something like that. They're making <laughs> another one, and I'm looking forward to that. I have the Doom soundtrack, and, yeah. Man, I feel like a real satanic worshiper. That soundtrack, you know. Well, it's so fucking. I'm so sad. I can't play it. I might have to just try to like take some. What is that shit called? The, the motion sickness pills. Fucking take some of that shit. I know there's diazepam, which is in Metal Gear Solid. I don't know if (laughs) that's not it. You would be taking. No, it's. Oh god, I can't think of it. It's not important for this right now. But uh, before we leave this segment here, we gotta talk about. I'm gonna talk about one more game. Let's see, talk about one more. Let's see, talk about one more. I like that. That's a good idea. Okay. I wanted to bring up Luigi's Mansion because I'm still the Luigi fan in the room and how much I whistle all the time because of that theme. Oh, yeah, that's right. So um, he isn't scared. So he isn't scared, exactly. Uh, so I whistle that tune all the time. In fact, his humming is actually my new uh, alarm for the morning. And Amber's like, how do you wake up with that? I'm like, because I just... I, I hear it and I'm like, oh, it's supposed like, to be awake Luigi's now. In trouble. I've, I'm, I'm like, I've never played the game. You never. That's all right. That's all right. So he, he's nervous in the game. So here's the thing, he wins. Can't see it, but I'm doing the oak, the, the air quotations. He wins a mansion, uh, and then his brother goes there, Mario. If you don't know who that is, yeah. uh, and his brother gets captured. He's like, where's Mario? So then he goes to this mansion, and it's haunted. It's filled with booze and other ghosts. Not booze as in, like, things you can drink. I meant, like, booze Dang. as in, like, yeah, I know. He just drinks himself. <laughs> drinks himself to escape. <laughs> this is so, so he's in this haunted mansion, and for him to, like, get through it, he's, like, humming some tunes while he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, absolutely. It's, Adorable. It's yeah. like Ghostbusters meets Luigi's Man. Or Luigi. <laughs> I was like, Luigi's Mansion, yes. Um, but yes, so he goes into this and he has to capture all these ghosts and then he has to like beat some boss bosses and then uh, get Mario back, who's trapped in a painting. Luigi's so endearing. He really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the underdog. He really is. You're goddamn right. And he's scared <laughs> and he still does it. Exactly. Yeah. Mario's Luigi. an idiot. Mario, <laughs> that jackass. All right, what's your last game there? Katamari Damacy. If I didn't talk about that game on this uh, podcast, I'd be hating myself for life. Well, because it's good, because it's opposite. Because the rest are dramatic, when this is more just... This uh, is the the weirdest soundtrack I've ever heard in my life. Is this the one... I'm probably wrong on this. Is this the one where you, like, roll and stuff, and then you get... You get bigger. You start off as a tiny little... They call it, um... A Katamari, which roughly translates to soul clump. Okay. Great. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Uh, it's like uh, one of the clumps movies with that. <laughs> you start off small, you're rolling up erasers, um, pencils, paper clips. Eventually you start rolling up um, worlds and stuff. You get bigger and bigger. The soundtrack, though, the the creator of the game, he had never made a video game before. He was like making artistic furniture before he got into this game. This okay. is the only game, this and the, the sequel, that he ever made. But the main theme to the song, Nana, Katamari Nana, I think is what it's called. He had the idea for it while he's in an elevator. And he just recorded it, mm-hmm. and that be—that's when you start up the game. That's what you hear right at the title screen. Is him? That was what the humming was. That that 
that's playing well, right they, now. Yeah. yeah, that's that's just him. That's <laughs> the th first thing, and then they built onto it and they made it into a huge thing. Okay. But they grabbed some of the most um, eclectic and unique, strange Japanese jazz, samba, techno musicians. I only showed you a few of the songs. They get way weirder. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, my my favorite awesome. is uh, K Sara Sara, which you'll be hearing now and. It's this wonderful, like, most of the time they're, they're Japanese musicians singing in English, so it's got that kind of broken feel to it. Oh, yeah. it it's feel-good, fun, um, bizarre music, and that soundtrack, when Mondo released it, I was had ten alarms set that day. <laughs> I knew it was dropping at a certain point, and nice. I wanted to get the, the first uh, colored 180-gram release, and got it, and... Man, I'll bust out at every party. Everyone's like, what are you playing this for? I'm like, you guys don't get it. Like, you, you guys get it, you can fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Katamari Damasi. <laughs> Listen to it, live it, love it. Yeah. It was cool. Wasn't it? Okay. Like, even out of context, I'm like, this yeah. is fun. <laughs> All right, Tony, what's your last game um, here? Got the Animal Crossing music. I had to talk about that one. I was going to say, Jess is, a big, yeah. Jess is a big fan. My wife is a big Animal Crossing head, so I've definitely heard the soundtrack. And that's fun because it's minimalist. Cool. It doesn't deal, it doesn't, it, it, it's six kind of the 8-bit root um, of giving you simple tunes, and they're all calm. They're all, you know, that really popular lo-fi hip-hop beats that people love to study yeah. to now? Yeah. It's like that video game version. And then there's also a musician in the town called KK Slider. He's like, it's like that dog, right? Yeah, yeah. he's like a lab or something mm -hmm. uh, that has a guitar. Doesn't wear pants. Okay, People nice. I like that. Style. Very um, cool. Very cool. There's a reason the guitar is right there in front of where his dick would be. Yeah, um, good call. That was a box, probably a video game box. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> speaking of, I'm breaking it. Um, Don't worry about it. It's all good. But then also people online use the KK slider uh, sounds, which is just like meep, moops, meep, beeps. Mm -hmm. Like it's all beeps, beeps and whistles basically. Mm -hmm. And the, you showed me KK slider. People do like versions of songs in his like oh, yeah. tones basically. Mm -hmm. Basically, it sounds like a ringtone. Yeah. Back when cell phones first had ringtones, <laughs> where it's just the eight bit noises. Yeah. But then they he, they have KK slider plays like. The best version is Wow by Post Malone. That's no the one that keeps it. <laughs> it sounds like the song enough where it's like, okay, it's like, meh, nah, 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 meh, nah, nah, nah. what's the one you showed me though? I don't remember. Old Town Road. Was it Old Town Road? That's oh, another, that's right. that's another good one because of just the single guitar strokes at the beginning. <laughs> it You know immediately what yeah. song it is. And then uh, for the other ones I had was just the Metal Gear se series also played really well with its score. Um, Metal Gear Solid, the original, the only one I can think of that I needed to mention is when you get caught, when you get spotted, you know, there's the blink, point. there's the yeah. blink, we all know the blink, yeah. and then also the song that when you're in escape mode is the song if I'm like hurrying up like when I'm late to work, which is constantly... <laughs> If I'm not thinking about some, it's the song in my head. Dun, 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 dun. It was just, it was, yep. yep, it was very good of like, it was very good espionage music mm -hmm. of like, oh shit, the game is afoot, I'm in trouble. Like, it was incredible, like, just, uh, just, it, it, it really gave you a nice uh, sound. Like, it added to the stress, but didn't like, send it skyward it was just like ah shit i'm in run mode now yeah um and then metal gear uh, solid snake eater um which was it's actually probably my favorite metal gear i just don't know what it's technically number three i think yeah um in the solid series Yes. And then um, it had a, the best not Bond theme, but it's definitely supposed to be a Bond theme. And it was called Snake Eater. But mm -hmm. they do an opening yeah. title credit scene to that song called Snake Eater, and it is awesome. I've seen a terrible porno called Snake Eater. <laughs> <laughs> and also, yes, it's a very horny that name. That sounds like a <laughs> name. And then Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain, the last chapter that Kojima did, um, they did Man Who Sold the World. Okay. The David Bowie song. Yeah. With a different a different version, but they did a really haunting trailer of the Man Who Sold the World. Nice. And it was very effective for both the story and just it was an awesome trailer. Yeah. Well that was fun. That is our roundup. Of, that's a, holy shit, the uh, classic games. <laughs> holy shit, but we this still is got the bare minimum. That's the bare I was like that's what we had to like cut this down by a lot. Alright.
But, uh, all right, before we go... Okay, so there's also games I want to talk about that are hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah. But before we do that, before we do that, I want to talk about wrestling because <laughs> this is what we are and this is what we do everything. So you get to learn the theme with us here. And it's not really, we've only done this segment twice now. I think it's going to be our third time doing it. Okay. So you get to learn the uh, whole how is this wrestling uh, theme that we're, or little thing that we do before we talk about wrestling. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All you have to do is how is this wrestling and then clap. So just follow us when you can, okay. and then pick it up. We're going to do it three times. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> How is this wrestling? How is this wrestling? How is this wrestling? Very good. Video game version of How is this wrestling? Seriously, seriously though, there is That's a... That's like the cadence you do when you want to start a custom wrestling chant at a, at a, at at a, a show. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, How is this wrestling? There was a game called WWE Crush Hour. Love it. Now, is this a Facebook, like, mobile game? This, no, this is a real no, game. No, this is a, a real game on, like, the PS1, <laughs> I think. Or PS1, PS2, or maybe, I don't know, something like that. Wow. The point is, so it was it was basically a Twisted Metal ripoff. Okay. The thing is, I remember seeing the intro of the game, and it was like, Vince McMahon ruled everything. Tight. And Yeah, it's fucking tight. <laughs> Vince McMahon ruled everything, right, and he's just like, now themes. that he controls all cable and all channels, and he's on every channel, he decided to take his wrestling to the next level and then he's like gave uh his wrestlers vehicles and then they had to go beat each other up in their vehicles they're like we're gonna do this inside the car this time it was something so stupid it's not twisted metal though we promise you (laughs) it's totally twisted metal they still use dragula uh, every game, every <laughs> game used Dragula. Stuck in a Jet Set radio. That game was everywhere. Uh, oh, wasn't a Jet Set? Yeah, that's, uh, that's next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but so there was that fucking wicked game. They seriously gave cars to everybody. They're like, like. Uh, I just th- I was just thinking about when they pitched this. How cool Vince must have thought he it must was. have thought he was fucking. Cool. So I have everything in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a great game. Holy yeah. shit, Vince McMahon's here. You mad me at that. You do, I don't need to hear the rest of the pitch. <laughs> just make it, the game. Make it. Vince McMahon's here and explaining how Crush Hour happened. That was exactly Thank how you, we Vince. Think. Yes. Thank, thank you, Vince. You gotta go by. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was, I'm glad he was here for a second. A plus, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, there are very terrible wrestling games. Actually, one that I love, but is apparently one of the worst wrestling games ever, is like WWF. WWF Attitude. Where it was like really square looking dudes, and it you was know why you liked it the most was because that was like the first Attitude Era licensed game. Because I was played it? it too. Yeah, the mechanics were horrible. Oh, they're terrible. You had to enter so many button combinations to do the cool moves. Yeah, yeah. Where you had to constantly pause and look. Like yeah. it's that kind of shit with Mortal Kombat back when you sucked at Mortal Kombat, where you'd have to be like, "How do you do that move?" <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing this is a PS1 game. It was an N64, N64. game. Okay, that, that era, though. So yes. there is... It could have been... I think it was on PS4, maybe, probably. And well. then, uh... Yeah. Yeah, Rest, then, Wrestling games, yeah. Not, <laughs> I got into them on the Super Nintendo is when I was playing a lot of them. Oh, so, but those were good, though. Those were fun. Those were amazing. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even... Doink and Bam Bam. Yeah, and, fuck yeah. And then yeah, even Doink in 64 had the good ones, but they were made by THQ. Yeah, I was going to say, like, WrestleMania 2000 was great. Yeah. Or No Mercy. Mercy. Yeah. WWF here head here doesn't remember the WCW ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that came I was first. Say, when I, okay, when I was younger, I was all about WWE, and that uh, was it. Okay, I was at a, a VIP party for a gaming thing that Johnny Cage snuck me into the not long ago, and I was standing in line with Ted DiBiase. Oh what? shit! Yep, <laughs> I had nothing to say to him because I'm not a big wrestling fan. You should have just been. Well, I he just he just looked like the nicest old man I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I would say like outside of his persona, he probably was one like of the, the few that Bischoff was there too. Eric. Yeah. Bischoff. Off. It oh, was really? great. Really? Yeah. My buddy played some video game live at the like in front of everybody, and Bischoff was commentating on it. Oh, fuck so, yeah, that's so cool. So was it like yeah. Johnny Cage, the voice actor? The actor for the first two games that was in the, the fucking mo- oh, game. Oh, the mocap? The mocap oh, actor. Yeah. That's awesome. You gotta you check out those YouTube interviews. That's good. interesting. That's great. Yeah. That is really Holy cool. Holy shit. Okay, well, that's enough of the How's This Wrestling. So that's we'll, really all. We'll skip that. Well, wait, we gotta do our thing again. How's This Oh, yeah, well, yeah, this closes. We gotta close it out. We gotta close it out. How is this wrestling? How is this wrestling? How is this wrestling? <laughs> okay. Heartbreak <laughs> Kid, Shawn Michaels, my favorite song. We just need to get that on the oh, record. Sexy oh, Boy. So I used to be a little fucking kid. I was just doing those <laughs> little things. stances. Okay, we'll do it just for you because it is fantastic. And, yeah. And, and, <laughs> I love that song. 
All right, so hard as fuck games. Let's just limit it to one. Yeah. One hard as fuck game. Okay. Tony, you start. One hard as fuck <laughs> game, unless you didn't have one. Uh, Spider-Man and X-Men Arcade's Revenge for uh, Super Nintendo and Sega, because okay. first of all, the game sucked. <laughs> you constantly died over the dumbest, boring bullshit. It's like, hey, kid, you want to play Wolverine? Well, guess what? Wolverine dies by one grenade <laughs> thrown by some one random henchman. The game's yeah. not even fair to start off. <laughs> yeah, it's so garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and the music garbage, you could tell everything's ripped off and they just threw the license skins on everybody because <laughs> Arcade is like some third-rate villain from the X-Men oh, where God. he owns an arcade and he puts you that's in his it. arcade games. That's it. Wow. So it's just such a trash game that I had to immediately buy it for my Super Nintendo when I got one oh, off fuck eBay. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a copy. <laughs> if anybody wants to play for 10 minutes and be like, this game's trash. <laughs> Brett, what uh, you got? I'm just going to go with the most recent one that made me super frustrated. I haven't sworn like a child in a long time. I was playing Mario Odyssey recently. Oh. And, uh, the last level of the game, Dark Side of the Moon 2, you have to essentially take all of the, the different... Um, so in that game, you throw your hat and you'll take over this animal mm. or this an inanimate object, and you have to use a little bit of all of them. The tough part, though, is it's maybe a 10-minute level, and if you die at 8 minutes, you got to beat those 8 minutes again to get to that point. Oh, my God. And it gets to this point where you're this bird who can, like, stick its beak, and then it can flick itself up to go higher, and there's these swinging platforms that go left to right, and they're very small, and it's, it's a very finicky uh, mechanic. And it only happened maybe 10 or 12 times I got that far. But that t I was sitting there for like two hours. The, the final level in the most recent Mario games, they're designed to really test you. And I... I squeezed my controller a little <laughs> harder than usual. I didn't throw it like when I was a child, but I was... It's talking like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. I'm not allowed to swear, but I was swearing a bunch. Frigga, frigga, frigga. Yeah, dude. Like, they ask you to be perfect in a platformer, which the whole, really, <laughs> the whole time... The, the gameplay is so tight that you are... It's it's only on you when you don't do it right, because Mario controls perfectly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's so hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jess went on a... My wife Jessica went on a conquest to try to 100% Odyssey, which meant me helping at parts like that, because... That that's if you want to see somebody rage at his game as an adult, she right. she can rage. Um, I did it in three days when I was sick. Nine hundred ninety nine moons. God. It damn. also involved not leaving the house for three days, but I, I did it. He did it. She, she accepted the quest wasn't gonna happen. When I'm like, dude, there is no way I'm gonna do this volleyball one. <laughs> I did not do. I could not do the volleyball. Yeah, one. you had to get like fifty or hundred hits or something. Yeah, very Holy stupid. And very it, stupid. And the problem with it, the one of the big problems is when you get when it when it gets to the where the ball is really fast and you have to react really fast. Mm -hmm. That's hard enough. It's the early ones that suck. Where the ball's slowly floating and it's gonna take it takes so long to get past that part, you will fuck up just like like waiting for it. Fucking cases. off, not paying right. attention because yeah. you're like, I'm not taking this seriously anymore. So and then there's those turns where you waste ten minutes or not ten minutes, but you waste a bunch of your time like going yeah. to like turn 20 on the ball yep. where you can get too easy but because you're spacing out because it's boring yeah so ugh, at least you ditched that, that. But yes odyssey had these parts where like yeah you, you <laughs> wanted every freaking moon <laughs> you were going to earn it still dear god what you got benny k i'm gonna say like what i got is a classic game that is apparently the hardest game ever hold on i didn't i don't think i quite did it He's, all, he's wearing the same boxers right now, and that's all he's wearing. You Absolutely. can't see it. But. <laughs> Someone hit me, my armor fell off. It's fine. But no, I went through that fucking game, and then I got to like the whole boss level, and it <laughs> took me like a whole, I don't know, it took me a while. The point is, I got to the boss level, I was like, you don't have the golden armor on, you gotta go back. I'm you gotta like, do the whole thing again. I'm like, are you are you serious right now? I remember just like, <laughs> that's it, I beat the game, I don't give a shit what people say, I beat the game, I don't care. I count it. Now that you that have shit. more accomplishments in life, you're allowed to throw the asterisk exactly. on because you used to not have that asterisk. It used to be, I beat that. I was like, yeah. I beat that. <laughs> That's how it is. Ghosts Exclusive and here. He has, the he has the asterisk. Now to I his. can put it on there, but I still fucking got to the boss. I just couldn't beat the boss because I wasn't wearing the golden armor in this impossible level where I don't even get the golden armor when I'm going through well, it. You if you have to do the exact same thing twice, it, I don't count that as like the one way to yeah. beat the game. It's the same game. Yeah. 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 
If they if they had an ach- achievements back then, you would have got it unlocked. <laughs> the point is, I swore at that game a lot. It's because uh, Brandon, uh, good, fr- uh, my best friend, he like his dad made uh, a. A, like a little um, a fucking, he made an arcade thing, and the Ghosts and Goblins was a part of it, and along with Space Ace and Dragon's Lair, a bunch of other games with it too. Like I think Mario was on there too. But I played the shit out of Ghosts and Goblins, and I wanted to shoot my own fucking face. <laughs> That's it. That's the most frustrating thing ever. Well, mm-hmm. I got just two. We got hyper specific. Yes. And this is going to be just two or three. Do you have a question? I have four. You have or four? I have two. Okay, cool. Medium so four. we're going to ask you just quick questions and then see what you think. Yeah. Okay. Questions that are hyper-specific. Hyper-specific. What video game music are you using whenever you engage in a fight? Rip and tear it from Doom. Fucking A. <laughs> Doesn't matter which one. All right. Which video Which video game boss isn't all that bad of a person? Or perhaps you might grab a beer with him sometime. Who was right? Um... Who was right? Who was the Killmonger was right of video games? Not Bowser. Um, initially, I just want to say uh, maybe Dr. Robotnik. Okay. He, he could, <laughs> I think he could use a beer. Right. He seems like he's worked up. Really tense. I don't know. Uh, you're putting me on the spot here. I know. Uh, you two talk for a sec. Okay. Um, who's like a good... So, so is this like... Am I getting a beer like because we're friends now? Or I mean like if you feel like, hey man... I know it's kind of rough. Let's go get a beer. Um, myself, I'm usually you're the, the you're the you're the bad the guy. Biggest villain, you know. Okay. Grand Theft fair. Auto, I'm murdering civilians. That's fair. Is there any other? No. Any other? You don't have another one? <laughs> no, but I do have your hyper specific. Okay, give me my question. Um, while he's thinking of his. So I need you to just blurt out the first video game the that you Mansion. think of. Okay. That basically <laughs> that belongs with this band. Pair it okay. with the band. All right, let's do it. First video game you think of when I say Slipknot. Uh, now I think Doom. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Tom Waits. Oh, what? Uh, that's fucking Spider Shadow game. Uh, oh, so where we're Spider-Man Noir? No, 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 no. no. Uh, it's like it's it's seriously like it's really creepy art. It's kind of big. I can't think of the name. Brandon knows what it is. Spider is the thing. I'm going Bram Stoker's Dracula for the Super Nintendo since he was uh, played Renfield in the. Oh movie. yeah, he did, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Fucking a. Wow, look at that shit. That man after my own heart. All right, you got you you, you got saved. System of Down. System of a Down. I would think of Tony Hawk. Yeah, you're just yeah, gonna say, Tony say Hawk. the game he appeared in, <laughs> or they appeared in. I get it. Uh, Taylor Swift. Uh wow, shit. Uh probably a Barbie game. Okay, all right. Barbie uh, horse adventures. Barbie horse adventures. Um, the polka player at Big Head Brewery. Oh, that guy! The guy he that was plays so cool. polka jingles. What video game is? Oh, he'd probably he be in Bioshock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Okay. There's this uh, older dude who just plays old polka tunes yeah. at Big Head Brewery sometimes, yeah. and uh, it's a treat to actually catch him because yeah. he just he likes to walk up to people and be like, "Hey, do you you know?" He shoots the shit with people, and then yeah. he plays ragtime on the piano and That's great. polka jams. I'd be happy to grab a beer with anybody who's willing to just be chill for a little while. King <laughs> K. Rule, Bowser. Um, it'd be really cool to have a beer with Dracula from the Castlevania series, yeah. but he'd probably be more into having, like, wine or blood. Yeah. yeah. But he's been around for a long time, so it'd be fun to talk it's with him. Beer. Dr. Yeah. Wiley from Mega Man. Smart dude, kind of a dick, but like anyone who's willing to just chill out for a second and just have a moment, I'm I'm happy to drink. I like a uh, Castlevania anime series on Netflix. Oh yeah, that Dracula is cool. Yeah, he, he seems pretty chill. So he's like he's a little more sympathetic. Yeah, because he's like burned out. Yeah. One, he's burned out. They killed his wife, and they killed son the, of a bitch. They killed God. the one human he gave a shit about. So <laughs> Someone fucks like, with my cat, like I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, so like. But he also seems like he'd be cool to hang around with if you could get him to open up, but he's pretty upset. Um, So I got Brad's hyper-specific, though. Don't worry. Um, I need you to pair me a beer with the following. We're going to play a night. (laughs) You're putting me on the spot here. We're going to dedicate a night to classic 8-bit gaming, what we started with discussing. What beers would you pair with? Uh, Take as many as you want or just one? He's going to be very... Um, I'm sorry that we never showed you these questions. Earlier. No, it's okay. I, I, I drink a lot I, of the, the beers at the breweries I work at, so they might be a little specific, but go ahead. Well, hyper-specific. Yeah. Is, so, like, but so, just in general, 8-bit 
Eight bit, like what would you feel? A night of oh, just anything gaming. with eight bit gaming. Yeah, no, no, a night of eight bit gaming. What I'd go old pairing? school. I'd want just a case of regular grain belts from the Twin Cities. I uh, just want twenty four pack of those, and I could just drink those all night. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What is a current gen game you're playing right now? Uh, most recently, be Mario Odyssey. Also playing Octopath Traveler. Uh, those would be the most recent ones. Um, I'm playing a VR game called Moss. Okay. Yeah. So Odyssey and then Octopath, they're good in the way that they differ enough because one's like, one's turn, Octopath, well, Octopath one is, RPG. but yeah, it's like a turn-based thing, right? Yeah. It's one of those uh, Nintendo games that have a weird name and it turns out that you open it up and it's really cool. Um, so Octopath Traveler, what are we getting? What are we pairing with it's that? It's an RPG. So you're going to be playing um, for a while. You can't just... Uh, Get shit can because it's a it's a longer game. I'd want to drink something a little more sessionable. I'm gonna probably go with the Mexican Honey Light from Indeed Brewing. Uh, drinkable, nice honey lager, and I can drink ten of them and be giggling and not too drunk. <laughs> and then Odyssey. Odyssey. Hmm. Well, in the second world, in the Sand Kingdom, I'll take a Senor Bob. I'll take a cream ale <laughs> Asian tequila barrels. When you get to, like, the Lunch Kingdom, I'm going to have a big, mean dessert stout. Maybe take Mm. a a liquid dessert or a caramel brownie sundae from Mobcraft. Uh, Ooh, shout out. When you get out to Bowser's Castle, um, it's all, you know, Japanese. Give me some sake. I don't even want beer. I want something. I want to get in the mood, you know? That is a really cool castle that they set up in this one. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing level design. I guess it, is, it depends uh, on which world, but definitely at the end, I want some twenty percent mean beer because <laughs> I'm frustrated. <laughs> they did like a samurai look for his castle. That's, yeah, it very was really cool. cool. Dig it. Well, shit, guys, this is a fun episode. Thank you so well, much for having me, guys. Thank you, Brad, so Hell much yeah. for coming on the show. You want to give a little shout-out to what you're doing right now, what you're doing soon, what's going on? Yeah, so I'm with Hair of the Dogcast. You can find us on everywhere, um, Instagram, Facebook. We're on all the podcast networks. Soon I'm going to Games Done Quick, Summer Games Done Quick in the Twin Cities. Got some interviews lined up with Spike Vegeta and Jay Hobbs and a few other people, and that's going to be amazing. You can follow me personally at Loaf of White Brad. Yeah, that's great. Instagram, a lot of good, cat, a lot of cat <laughs> videos and stuff. Hell it's yeah. cute. Yeah, it's cute. check out the podcast. Come see me at Mobcraft Beer. Uh, mention this podcast, you get a free beer. Fuck yeah! Not Thank you too, though. You <laughs> <fuckers>. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we get that. Thank yeah. you so, so much, Brad, for coming on. And I'm gonna sign out and look at some pictures of cats. You got yeah. pictures of cats, right? Oh, I got. I, I, so today I have three <laughs> three videos. It's National Hug Your Cat Day, so I have three videos with my cat. But I tried to find weird cat songs for all three of them. And I found some real special, weird, like, <laughs> trap music about cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So, nice. yeah, you'll have to check that out. So, a lot of entertainment stuff from Brad right there. Yeah. Anyways, it's been Not Exactly Radio. I'm Benny K. This is... Tony Just Tony. Before we go, I forgot to mention that you should also follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, uh, we're on iTunes. Make sure you go to iTunes and give us a, a nice little five stars so you can so we can see more of you like looking at us. I don't know, fucking listening to us, all this other shit. Please. Do it. Please. Do it. Smash it. <laughs> Smash it. Smash, Smash that it. button. And then if you mention Hair of the Dogcast, we will give you a high five because we don't have any beer to give away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do have plenty of beer in my cabinet i can maybe give you one <laughs> come over and get come a on beer. over and get a beer come on over anyways uh i'm betty k that's tony just tony we're gonna get out of here happy e3 folks that you're exactly like us i trust that you expect